It's 9.30. Good morning, everyone. And let's see, my display is just showing our name. Well, welcome to our first meeting of the Mojave Water Agency in 2000. I'm going to say at 24. Um, good to see everybody, uh, like crowd. And uh, so... Welcome. We will uh, begin this Personnel, Finance, Security, and Technology Committee by asking uh, Cleo, would you do the roll call for us, please? Director Raleigh? I'm here. Director Hoffman? Here. Chair Page? I'm here. Directors in remote, we have Limbaugh, West, Cox, and Ramirez. Staff, we have General Manager Adnan Anabtawi and Carrie LeClaire. I hope all the audience had a good Christmas season. start to the new year and all of staff. And uh, we'll get started by uh, getting approval of the agenda. I'll move that we approve. Second that. Okay, so we've now approved the uh, agenda. And now what about the meeting summary? I'll second that. Okay, very good. So we're quickly on to item number four. And we're going to move on to the finance report, which covers the director's fees, expenses, the financial statement, investment report, and financial summary. I will send it over to our general manager, Anna Tobler. Good morning and Happy New Year. Yes, these uh, items have been included in your packet. I'm looking to carry if there was anything additional she wanted to add. Uh, nothing additional to add. Okay. These are you know, provided monthly. No, no surprises, but happy to answer any questions if there are any. Committee members, do you have anything... On those reports I do not okay then I guess we're moving into the the meat of uh, today's meeting and that is discuss the uh, adopting water rates for the year 2425 am I on track there is that uh, our next item and we're gonna have something that uh... the, okay turn it over to you guys great great Hear an echo, so. Oh, yours was on. Oh, you did. Okay. Oh, I guess. Okay, I think we're good now? Yeah, okay. Okay, good morning. Um, this presentation is setting up the um, uh, staff recommendation to adopt water rates for the fiscal year 24-25, which is also for the uh, water year for Watermaster 22-23. 
Um, I know it's a bit confusing, but this is uh, our annual process where we adopt the water rate for the, the, the fiscal year and um, uh, the, the rate at which we can bill. This, this uh, was seen as under a workshop last month, December. Um, and, uh, and so this is a continuation of that discussion. And I'll kick it over to Carrie to, to, to lead us there. Thank you. Perfect. Um, thank you so much for that. So um, one other point that I do want to make is that we bring this typically in January um, because we do have a deadline of no later than February 15th to approve these rates um, ahead of Watermaster needing to send out no, uh, notifications to their stipulators. So on the agenda today, we'll go ahead and talk about the revenues and expenses that are impacted by the water rates, uh, the background and trends, and the final recommendation. So the main philosophy when creating the water rates is that customers will um, pay the water rates to cover the costs associated with bringing in water to our service area. Um, it's meant to be a long-term break-even uh, with a structure that is able to go ahead and um, change the amounts as needed. Uh, the customer demands and the cost of water fluctuate from year to year, uh, so it can be a, a balancing act for this. Uh, to go ahead and decrease the burden on the customers, we do maintain a rate stabilization fund or reserves uh, that will help keep that rate smooth um, in order to avoid significant swings in the, in the rates um, and help the other agencies with their budgeting. So although some reserves have built up, we do anticipate some uh, DWR costs going into the future, so these reserves will, will help maintain any large swings in the rates. So we've seen these buckets um, many times, but I did want to go ahead and, and do a quick refresh on what the fund impact is for the uh, purchases and sales. Uh, so the revenue is reflected with the water droplets and the expenses reflected in the buckets. Uh, so the third bucket here that's highlighted is where the water sales and the reliability revenue goes into. Um, and then that revenue is used to, to purchase water as well as pay for our Dudley Ridge debt. The uh, DW, DWR variable costs, um, which is the power that it takes to get the water over the Tehachapi's to our service area, um, again, which is considered the water purchases, uh, this is what we pay with our water rates. Uh, but I do want to go ahead and point out that the DWR fixed costs, um, those are what's paid out of the, the first bucket um, with the MWA 1 and 2 taxes. I'm going to interrupt here. Can you remind us uh, when we'll be done paying the Dudley Ridge? I know we've asked that before, and I've just forgotten. Sure, yeah. Actually, yeah, I had that as a comment here, but it is um, in 2039 is when those final payments will be complete. So does that mean it was in 09? I mean, it's been so long. I'm, I was very involved in that one. So it must, must be 30 years. It must have been 09 when we made that purchase. I believe it was. It I don't know all right off the top of my head. Uh, yeah. yeah, thank you. You're welcome. So the water rates are broken out into two separate line items in the budget. Um, we have the water sales, which is net of the reliability assessment. Um, and this rate is calculated using our customer requests uh, for water and what we'll require uh, to cover the DWR variable costs for importing that water. And then we have the re reliability assessment, um, which is set to cover our Dudley Ridge debt service payments. Um, and again, just at, you know, 2039 is when those, that will be paid off. For our rate paying customers, um, they are our R-cubed customers. Uh, this would be uh, City of Victorville, Hesperia, and Atalanto. 
uh, our Watermaster customers, um, these are ones they do pay the importation charges for, for bringing into the water. Um, and this would be ones that have exceeded their free production allowance. Uh, so Watermaster pays this actually as a pass-through to MWA. Our AVEC uh, customers and then um, construction water customers. Um, the construction water is, um, it doesn't happen very often. We don't charge a whole lot of construction water, um, but they are typically ones that don't pay taxes in our service area. And we'll get into that a little bit more here in another slide. Just before you advance here, just for clarification on the AVAC customers. So this is water delivered via AVAC system to one of our customers in our service area. So it's our own customer, but built through different infrastructure. It takes a different rate because it doesn't have pear blossom pumping plant costs associated with it. So we have a different rate adopted for the, that particular customer. Again, it's mostly how we structure this is through a pass-through of the variable as well as the uh, debt service. So go ahead. Thank you. So the expenses that the water rates cover, um, the water sales covers the DWR delivery charges. So again, this is not the um, fixed charges, only what we're importing for the water. The reliability assessment, again, covers the Dudley Ridge debt. And then the local power costs, um, this is what it costs for us to, to deliver the water within our system. So the IDM customers, uh, these would be the ones off the Morongo Basin Pipeline. And then our R-Cube customers, this would be an additional local power cost for um, pulling out of our own wells. So this graph shows some trends on what we project for the water sales, um, which is the blue line, and then what actually occurred, which is the orange line. Uh, there is an inverse relationship between the pumping and the reliability charge. So as pumping decreases, uh, the reliability charge increases and vice versa. Uh, we have seen a slight pumping increase in the last couple of years, uh, and then Watermaster has been actually the, the main driver for, for those increases. Uh, this is mainly due to the Alto sub-area where the production has remained um, similar, but ramp down decreased the available uh, free production allowance, which then increased the replacement obligation or the demand um, for, the, for the purchases. Stop and talk about, about that, that for a second. Uh, Adnan? I'm having trouble. I just want to make sure I'm I'm clear on that, and that's been because of what the judge has decided. Because just talked about production remained about the same, but the ramp down. This is all on what the judge decided to do of why we've had that change. Correct? Yeah. So if there's a if there's a difference in production safe yield, let's say as calculated, and um, uh, free production allowance is above that. Um, uh, you know, the watermaster comes to the judge with, with that information. The judge eventually makes the decision on uh, what the ramp down should be. And so in this case, the ramp down that drove uh, that FPA down while production stayed the same means more replacement obligation is generated. So that's why we saw more water while sales. While production didn't actually go up. It, Correct. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that was clear in my mind because that's how I understood it. But I, I think there's... Um, because of what the judge decided to do, there's, I don't even want to say con confusion, but we need to be reminded of how the math worked out there. Just because everyone was doing what they were doing, some would say they still got penalized. Correct, right. Yeah, okay, thank you. So this slide shows the history and the forecast for the water rates. Uh, the reliability is shown in the red area. 
And that has slightly been decreasing um, as the, the pumping increased over the last few years or the obligation for the, the purchases. Um, but for the most part, the, overall, the rates have remained uh, relatively flat. Now we'll go ahead and get into the recommendation for the water rates for the fiscal year 24-25. Uh, the IDM and High Desert Power Plant, uh, we are looking at variable transportation costs of $350 per acre foot and the reliability uh, rate remaining fairly flat at two, $215 per acre foot for a base variable rate of $565 per acre foot. Uh, the only difference here is that the IDM rate has an additional $63 per acre foot for the local power costs. Um, and again, this is for the pump stations on the Morongo Basin Pipeline. The RQ cup, R cubed customers pay the um, average energy costs for the facilities. Uh, this can fluctuate, but we do ensure to cover the average for them. Um, with the energy costs increasing, uh, this rate has slightly increased to $170 per acre foot. And AVEC, um, as uh, General Manager Anna Tabwe um, mentioned, they're a little bit higher in the system, so they'll pay a lower variable transportation rate at $320 per acre foot, and then the same reliability charge as the other customers for a total of $535 per acre foot. So the Watermaster rates um, are looked at for being in a range that's set from the prior year of 2% to no more than um, 10% increase for water year 2425, um, which is, excuse me, fiscal year 2425, which is water year 2223. Uh, the rate is actually coming in lower than what we anticipated for last fiscal year. Uh, so we an did anticipate the lower end rate would be $596 per acre foot, um, but the rate will be below that at $565 per acre foot. Um, I did want to mention there's an updated staff report um, that is available to you. So there's a very minor change on that on the very back page. Um, we do show this water master rate for water year 22-23, but below that we do also provide um, two years of projections just so that way our producers can go ahead and anticipate um, some rates. Um, the only change on there was for the water year on those two projected rates. Um, so n no dollar amount changes, just a, a water year correction. And then lastly, we have the construction water, um, again, which is temp uh, typically a temporary connection uh, to a meter or a fire hydrant. Uh, the construction water rates uh, are needs um, for an area that has an access um, Excuse me, when construction water needs are for an area with access, they can get connection to us. Uh, the connection to us would only be when all other solutions, um, all other agencies have denied those connections. Uh, so we're basically used as a last resort. Uh, the assessment for this is to help cover the DWR costs for those who pay taxes in our service area. Uh, the construction water rates are comprised of the DWR variable rate and reliability charge, um, similar to the, our other customers. Um, however, it adds on top of there the DWR fixed costs and um, local fixed costs as well. So the construction water uh, customers who pay MWA 1 and 2 taxes in our service area are not charged for those fixed com uh, cost components. Uh, so the uh, only 
rate that they would be paying is the power to Mojave Water Agency for $565 per acre foot. So those customers that are seeking construction water that do not pay those MWA 1 and 2 taxes, um, they would pay for the fixed costs the, uh, for DWR, again, which would be in our bucket one. Um, that would be an additional cost of $546 per acre foot and the local cost of $169 per acre foot for a total of $1,280 per acre foot. So again, when they do request, we do ask for um, backup on, you know, confirming that all other agencies were not able to provide this water to them, as well as confirming if they are taxpayers in our area or not. So for the recommendation, uh, staff requests the committee review this item and recommend forwarding to the Board of Directors for approval of the following. Staff recommends the Board of Directors adopt the following resolutions to establish the water rates for the period of July 1, 2024 through June 30, 2025. Uh, resolution 1157-24, establishing the pricing of state water project water for IDM uh, AVEC and the R-cubed pipeline. Resolution 1158-24, establishing the rate to be charged per acre foot for replacement and makeup water for purposes of the uh, Mojave Basin Area Judgment for Water Year 22-23, as well as res Resolution 1159-24, establishing the pricing of construction water. So um, available for any questions? Have any? Oh, sorry. Kathy? Can I go? Just jump in. Can you explain where it says this results in a 3.3% decrease for the water master? What, what do you mean by that? Um, so for the, the rate compared to what it was last year, it's actually decreased from last year's rate. Let me go rate. back to that slide where see, you showed I, us. I guess that's where I'm confused because I don't see it. I don't yeah, see right that. Right here. <laughs> Yes, yes, I, I can see that. So we do show that um, not to exceed amount. So that was the range that was set last year so for the 2 to 10%. Okay. Um, but the 3% decrease is actually considering last year's actual rate okay. is 3% lower than the last year's actual rate. Okay, thank you for explaining. You're welcome. Dr. Raleigh. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> uh, good report, Gary. It's um, a quick question. Do we get any... Um, Opposition well, from the different customers uh, that this these rates affect. Do we get any letters of opposition or concerns uh, from customers, or is it kind of flies under the radar and they're, they're all have, good with it? Yeah, I have not heard any directly coming through. You know, our our department, um, so not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. Well, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but this may come up at the board meeting on that subject. I know it comes up from one board member some concerns about the rate and whether the fairness, I think it's on reliability. Um, so could you go over reliability again, why and what the reliability charge is and why we charge that um, to our rate payer, or not to our rate payers, but to these entities? Sure, absolutely. So the reliability charge is basically to help cover the um, debt service for our Deadly Ridge, which was to purchase more um, additional table A water rights. And um, historically, the reliability charge was maybe a little bit higher, trying to build up some reserves to help prevent some of those swings with the increasing in DWR costs. Um, however, we kind of have 
um, changed that philosophy where we, you know, now that we do have some reserves, we do try to keep it closer to what the actual debt service charges are. Um, and again, that is based off of the customer demand, so that, that can fluctuate. Um, you know, as demands are lower, then that's going to create a higher reliability charge to cover that debt service. I could be wrong on that, but I believe that's one of the things, contention that you're asking about that has come up um, before, and that may come up at our, uh, at our board meeting, because there's one board member, I'm pretty sure that's the, the issue that they have. That's all I have. Thank you, Karen. You're welcome. Rick, I hope you didn't mind me jumping in. No, not at all. No, no. Anything else? I have nothing further. So now we need to see about moving this uh, forward to the board. I'll, I'll make a motion that we, we do exactly that. You're okay with it? Yes. So it's going unanimously um, to the board. I definitely think that's one of those uh, items, though, that we need to have some um, discussion only from knowing that uh, there may be some questions that want to be asked because uh, this is, with this kind of money, we need to we just make sure that maybe the board's fine and we pass it uh, through right away and not have to have the uh, discussion, but let's make sure we have that available and let the board decide rather than just put it on the consent agenda, if everyone's okay with that. Great. It's been agendized under the board meeting on Thursday, um, and it's for discussion, so. Right. But many times we would take that as a committee right. and say, just put it under consent, and I don't feel comfortable with doing that with this item. Okay, thank you. So, we're going through quickly. I had a feeling this might be a quick meeting unless there's a tremendous amount of public participation, um, which I'm assuming would have to be on the line if there was any, and there's not. Cleo's looking not at, at me time. like there's not. So now, general manager's report. Uh, are you going to be filling time? Or are you? Uh, what, what's going to happen today? I won't drag this on. Happy New Year. I'm looking forward to 2024, and uh, there's no additional reports today. Nothing has happened over the holidays. Uh, no no lines break or anything to report. That's that's a that's good if that's the case. Nothing new. We did have that uh, event happen in December, which you'll get a further update on at the um, PREO committee. But we already week. knew about that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, nothing new. So am I reading this right? We may be out of here in uh, 20 minutes, uh, 20, 25 minutes. Any comments or discussion items for next or future agendas? I have nothing. Thank you. No. Um, for those of you that... Uh, are new or haven't done this for a, a long time. This is probably a record for this committee and the amount of time. And starting next month, I think we start getting into the budget. Is that correct, Carrie? Is it next month? Is budget season starts? So don't get used to this. This is not, not the norm. And thank you, everybody. It's great to see everybody's uh, faces today and see everyone. And uh, um, we'll, we'll adjourn the meeting and see... Hopefully, everyone on Thursday. Thank you.